Hello, beautiful. You are listening to Mind Body Clarity. I am Amber Price, and I help women just like you reclaim your personal power by developing your intuition so that you can align authentically to a lifestyle that you create and design through empowered choices. I am going to share tips and strategies to help you live in alignment with your authentic self and feel empowered to make decisions with clarity. Let's go. Hi, everybody. I hope you're having an awesome day. So some of the energy that's kind of circulating around us right now is, and and it always is something that will circulate around us because it is part of a relationship. So Today I'm talking about why it is so darn difficult to let go after a breakup, right? We've all been there. We've all felt that joy and that, you know, endorphins coursing through our body. And we've had the love and the excitement and the thrill and the everything that felt so good when we fall in love. And then we have all of those horrible feelings that surface on the opposite spectrum, which is when we break up. When things don't go right, when we're unable to compromise, when we're unable to reconcile things that, you know, aren't in alignment with our values, maybe our mission in life, our purpose. So there are times in which people are just not, you know, able to stay in a relationship. But I think ultimately we have that moment where we have to kind of do some self-inventory and think about like, what is important to me? If I'm in a relationship or if I'm choosing to end a relationship, is it based on my values? Is it, is it in alignment with who I truly am? Is it in alignment with what my plans are for the future in regards to my purpose, to my mission? All of those things are going to kind of course through your mind and through your soul as you're making these decisions. But when we have this, you know, experience that pops up, You know, breaking up is an experience that can be traumatic. It can bring up unhealed wounds and it can really create wounds, right? Because it is a very, um, you know, negative experience to the most part. Even if you are completely done with this relationship and this person and you're completely done and over it and you might have this sense of relief come over you when you finally end a relationship, that's only the surface, You know, eventually you're going to have to go through, how does my soul feel? How does my ego feel? What is my shadow showing me? Is my inner child coming up in here somewhere? Do I have these, you know, wounds from then that are, uh, you know, connected to attachment or um, fear of abandonment? Those kinds of things might pop up as well. Now, in speaking about the soul in terms of breakups, Sometimes it's hard to let go because our soul sits there and, and, and this little energetic tie connects you together because there is more that you guys can learn from each other. It is difficult to learn lessons or to teach lessons in a relationship because relationships provide us that opportunity to have what we need healed within us to be reflected back onto us. And we don't like that. We don't, we don't like to feel that discomfort. And sometimes it's very difficult to look at that and think that I have to work through it or accept it or forgive it or show gratitude for the experience of being able to see that, to have spiritual growth and to be able to come out of it. 
So that in itself takes a little bit of strategy to be able to go through. It takes time. It takes forgiveness and patience and communication. And at the end of the day, if, if it is the deciding factor that, you know, the relationship is over, you still may have that yearning from the soul to connect. It doesn't mean that you have to go back. It doesn't mean that you need to take more um, or learn more or teach more. You're not responsible for healing other people. You're responsible for healing and being aware of self. And so regardless of if it is for that purpose or not, you still have the personal choice to stay in a relationship or to participate in a relationship. And that's the choice that you need to make. And so therefore, we also have on the opposite end of this, we have the ego that is kind of going to rear its ugly head. And it's going to try to pull you back in there too, because it's going to say, okay, here's the blame game. Here's the what ifs. Here's, you know, I believe this, this, and this, and this, and and I've got to go back and make it right. Or I need to go back so that they I can create an environment that is not good so that I can be in charge of the of the choice to end the relationship. So the ego is really going to try to play some tricks there to get you to have like very limited amount of pain in the short term. But enduring that for the reasons of ego is really more or less a long-term pain event. <laughs> Especially when we think about, you know, the 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 boomerang effect with relationships. Like I'm in and then I'm out. I'm in and then I'm out. I don't want to be there and then I want to be there. Um, you know, when we're out of a relationship, all those emotions and pain, they surface. And because we might have a fear of really digging deep into those emotions about really understanding how to heal them, how to embrace them, or just sit in them. And it could be because we don't have the tools or the strategies or the, or or even the awareness of what to do. And, and, that, and that's totally okay too. Just sitting and observing what's happening with body, mind, and soul will help you to just be present in the moment without making choices to run back or to, to run away. Um, so just practicing being present in what you're seeing is going to be hugely important because when we're talking about getting, you know, into these, these ideas, you know, it's really the question about, am I going to have short-term pain right now and get into a relationship that's going to create long-term pain? Or am I going to have really, really acute pain right now, really, a lot of pain in a short amount of time while I'm in the breakup, and it's going to be a shorter amount of time, but then I'm eventually going to get over it because the process of the breakup is going to go through and it's going to see the life cycle of it. So... I think it's a lot about we just want to jump back into a relationship that we know feels comfortable so that we don't have that uncomfort and that the pain and the emotions we have to deal with because we know what's going to happen. We know the way this relationship is. So it's our comfort zone. So, you know, when and then we've got the fear of being alone, right? So here the fears start coming up and then all of a sudden, you know, we're faced with this breakup and then for some reason we we go our brain does this <laughs> our brain does this miraculous thing and it only recalls all of the positive memories and events that you've had with this person. So then it's like, oh my goodness, what if this is my only love? What if no one else is going to want to be with me? What if I can't find my true love, my soulmate, my twin flame? Our brain is doing this to us and allowing us to see 
But I believe that our soul is just letting us see the positive sides of people so that we don't always assume that just because we're breaking up with someone that everything was horrible because that's really not true. You know, we had good experiences. We had great times. And so, you know, our mind is allowing us and our soul is allowing us to experience the good parts of it. But that's not to be confused with, oh, I belong with this person because if that was the case, we wouldn't be in the, in the situation that we're in when we break up with somebody. So, you know, our fear of being alone is just overwhelming. Nobody wants to be alone, but I can tell you once you have the space and the mindset that you've completed this and you're working through the grieving process of a relationship, because relationship loss, it needs to be grieved. It, you know, it is a loss. And so we forget that we might have anger and denial and fear and sadness and acceptance. We forget we might have those things because we believe we should only be mourning something when they pass away, when they die. But when we break up with someone, it is the it is a loss. So we do have to allow ourselves the ability to really be able to go through that. You know, we have the fear of rejection. Okay, so somebody doesn't want me. Somebody doesn't love me. Somebody doesn't feel like I'm worthy for them. Um, you know, that doesn't feel good. We want to be accepted as humans. We want to be accepted. Then we also have the fear of judgment. I mean, you know, based on belief systems and values, you might come from a family that believes that divorce or breaking up is not okay. Um, you might have your own values or belief systems that say, you know, no, once I'm in this, I'm in it, you know, good, bad, and ugly, I am here. Um, and then when it goes away, you really have struggle or you fear judgment on self or by others because this relationship wasn't successful or that you fear looking like a failure. You know, all of these things are kind of, kind of molds together. You might get them all at once, or you might get them one at a time. And the thing with letting go of relationships or why we can't let go is because we believe we should just be getting over this. Like, okay, it's done. It's over. Move on. And I think that we don't need to move on from it because it did give us a really good soul experience. It helped us with our shadow self and it really did help us with our ego. So there are so many really great benefits to this, whether it was tumultuous or whether it was glorious or whether it was a mix of both. But, you know, try not to feel like you're letting go of something or that you're running from something. Like try to, you know, get of the mindset that you're headed towards something. Once that energy is kind of released and you've gone through that process, you have this new energy that opens up and it attracts other people, other experiences and other emotions that you might not have been able to experience because you have been in that mourning process or the grieving process of, of letting go of a relationship. And it will be layered healing. So you've got, you know, today's a great day. And then tomorrow, all of a sudden I'm triggered and I've got all of this stuff going on. You're not a failure. You're not, you're not, you know, unable to figure out what's going on. The only thing you have to do is just accept what mood, what emotions, what feelings, what sensations that you're having and observe them, you know, and being able to separate your self-worth from a relationship, because I think this is one too, like, and, and this is my mission in life is to, to be able to help 
recognize someone's authentic self, even in relationships or within family dynamics or within careers where we, you know, sometimes tend to define ourselves or we lose our identity in these beautiful, beautiful experiences. And these institutions of relationships and marriages and families they all provide us such wonderful things, but, but because of that, we're constantly shifting, evolving and changing into something that's being created. Like it's its own entity and you're part of that and you're being molded and changed because of it. So when we're outside of that relationship, it is a struggle to find out who you authentically are. And you know, if you were somebody who did shape shift and get into that, you know, a difference of who you are, you might have a harder time knowing who you are now without the relationship. It's not a reflection of your self-worth. It's really an opportunity for you to really dig deep and find your true self. Because when we do find our true self, we, we will attract the appropriate, the authentic and the soul partner. So all of these things are parts of why we're unable to really just let go of these relationships. And there might be unique challenges or unique reasons for yourself. And those are some great starting off points for you to start asking yourself, where do I fall in this? And am I having trouble letting go of this relationship or am I going back and forth? So those are some good starter points to get you examining and to get you back in alignment with your authentic self and your true self. So you can start to manifest and attract the life that is your divine purpose and to do it authentically and truly. So what are you going to do now? Like you've got all of these emotions and thoughts and, and <laughs> you've got this cycle of letting go. So it's like, okay, what do I do now? So part of it is just accepting that a breakup is difficult, right? So we're going to accept that this isn't going to be easy. You know, I'm going to buckle up for the ride and, and go through the process and see it through to the end and accept this, you know, and setting the intention that I'm willing to let go. I'm willing to move on from this. I'm willing to go through the process that as long as it takes to be able to, to learn something, to, to have spiritual growth and to be able to, to release what I don't need. And, you know, being mindful is really important because you want to just pay attention to what your mind is saying thinking and doing as well as your body. What's it feeling? What are you, what sensations are going on? Where do you feel tense? And then your soul, what guidance, what messages, what things are coming up for you. So, so being mindful of that process is really important because you don't want to be able to miss something or the worst case, keep pushing it under the rug so that eventually it comes up 10 years later in some inopportune time because something has triggered these things that were unhealed, right? Um, so again, and then focus on moving towards something like we said, and then positive affirmations are really cool because, you know, when your mindset is, I am worthy without a relationship, I am worthy of a relationship that aligns to me authentically, you know, those affirmations or examples of are something that when you say them, when you recite them, when you believe them and you create the energy in your body to match it, it actually draws a magnetism. Like, so it's magnetic energy that brings in alignment all of the things that are going to be for your best good. 
And, you know, meditation, I know a lot of people are struggling with uh, time to do meditate, slowing the monkey mind down, um, being able to kind of, you know, carve out some time for yourself even, or, you know, that all of these all of these things that that prevent us from being able to have time to meditate. Maybe we just don't understand how to, and that's something that we'll explore too later on. So, so meditation helps you get out of the ego chatter, and it helps you connect to your spiritual team or to your higher self for clarity. It gives you what is actually going on. It gives you some some you know, a break from all of the stuff that our mind is circulating around us. And it really gives us some time to just be, you know, and then breathing helps us reduce anxiety and lower our blood pressure and slow our heart rate and, and really help us deal with the stress that might be going on mentally and physically. So deep breathing. So breathing in through your nose, right down to your belly, and then exhaling through your mouth. When you do that mindfully, um, when you start to feel tense or you start to feel like it's overwhelming and overpowering, you want to start to focus on breath. And moving your body, like get up and stretch or, you know, get outside and do running, swimming, dancing, whatever. Move your body. The energy stays stagnant within your auric body and your physical body. So if you move your body, as soon as you start to feel those ruminating thoughts or emotions, that's when you get up and move. It doesn't matter what you do. You might even just get up and start taking one step in front of another. Eventually, you'll start to move that body. The energy will start to break up. And you will be able to get out of that kind of, you know, cycle of the emotions that aren't really doing anything good. And of course, the healing benefits of earth and nature and being out there with all of the energy that can help to recycle and release. And of course, grounding and clearing your energy regularly will definitely help so that there is no stagnant energy in there and you'll be able to have a clear channel of energy floating through your body. And of course, eating healthy, drinking tons of water will move all of that energy through you too. And if you like to write, practice automatic writing or journaling, you can use some journal prompts like, I am worthy of being without this relationship because, and then just start writing whatever comes to mind. This helps to dump out the information and the thoughts and the emotions that are kind of stuck in there. Um, and do, use a different journal prompt each time or don't use a journal prompt at all. Just open the page and start writing and see what comes out. Um, but these are just some tips. You might pick one of these as your favorite and not do any out, any of the others, um, or you might want to try a few different ones to see. But ultimately, letting go is really just an intention that we, you know, go through this process and we understand how it affects our body, mind, and soul, and that we're using all three of those factors to be able to help us get out of this stuck place or lost or confused place. And really guide us back to center, which is aligning to our authentic self and attracting what is serving us. You just listened to Mind Body Clarity with Amber Price. Please head over to www.amber-price.com to check out more information. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please share or rate it. See you next time.